Welcome to Cybersecurity On Call, where we discuss the trends, get perspectives, and find tips for cybersecurity professionals. I'm your host, TJ Lair from Cloudera. On Call today will be Bob Gorley, the founder of Cognitio, and Raj Dalal, the founder of Big Insights. But first, let's look at what's happening in the world of cybersecurity. The world loves to read about the cutting edge of technology. Besides reading TechCrunch, following Kara Swisher, or stopping by your local tech gossip colleague every day, a great way to learn about the cutting edge of tech is to take a look at the annual Data Impact Awards. If you haven't heard about the Data Impact Awards, they are an annual award held during the Strata Data Conference in New York City. The awards showcase amazing machine learning, big data, and cloud-related use cases across multiple different award categories spanning societal and business problems. Past winners have helped stop child trafficking with machine learning, instrumented snow plows to more effectively salt your snowy roads, and stop the spread of sepsis within your local hospitals. While these types of technology innovations sound like science fiction, they are in fact real. So, to discuss the cybersecurity and secure your business category of the awards for 2017, we have invited two of the judges to join us. Bob is the co-founder and partner of Cognitio and the publisher of ctovision.com and threatbrief.com. Bob was named one of the top 25 most influential CTOs in the globe by InfoWorld and was named by Washingtonian as one of DC's tech titans. Bob's most recent book, The Cyber Threat, provides business executives with actionable insights into the threat landscape. Bob, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, TJ. Awesome. And the other judge that we have on today is Raj. So Raj is the founder of Big Insights and has over 20 years experience in all aspects of IT across Asia Pacific. He recently worked at a big data security firm, Trustphere, as head of marketing and alliances. Prior to that work, he worked as IDC's vice president, where he was responsible for emerging technology research and go-to-market advisory service across Asia. Raj, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, TJ. So let's jump right into it. Raj, I'll, I'll direct the first question at you. Um, looking across all the Secure Your Business um, category award submissions that were submitted into the Data Impact Award, did anything surprise you? Look, there was lots of uh, very interesting projects done. Um, I've had the pleasure of being a judge uh, the last three years in different categories. And, you know, some general themes that I saw, if I could just share with, uh, with you and your, and your listeners, uh, you know, one thing we're finding is that the larger companies are doing more and more uh, uh, things and use cases around big data analytics. Um, traditionally, they're, you know, they're doing customer 360, and now they're doing a lot more work and sophisticated work in uh, cybersecurity, fraud prevention and detection. Um, and uh, I think the sophistication of what of uh, activity in in the two uh, dimensions, I think, in this category, uh, one I call it uh, fraud uh, detection and prevention. Um, you know, even from known actors uh, inside users. Um, I think it is growing and the, and the results you're seeing is quite tremendous. Um, and the other is uh, the traditional sort of perimeter-based type, keeping the bad actors out. 
um, you know, the ability to uh, capture enormous amounts of uh, information in logs and activity and, and doing very smart machine learning on top of that, I think is, um, uh, is providing you know, better tools uh, to your uh, you know, security folks in large companies to actually uh, detect these ever-growing and sophisticated nature of these attacks. Um, and so a lot of the submissions that we saw, um, you know, I would say uh, half of them would be around this fraud analytics, uh, and and the other half was doing some very sophisticated um, cybersecurity related, um, you know, uh, detection work. Um, you know, one thing I'm also noticing is that uh, for financial companies, more and more are using or doing work that were in traditional proprietary systems into you know Hadoop-based uh, systems and uh, you, and um, making the the whole implementation PCI compliant and 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 using some pretty sophisticated um, uh, in, inherent features like ACLs and Kerberos to actually secure the data that's stored in these large uh, data stores. Yeah, no, those are amazing points. It's uh, it's very interesting to see as the market continues to mature, people moving away from just nice to have analytics to need to have analytics in terms of cybersecurity and fraud prevention. And I know Western Union, the winner of the Secure Your Business um, Data Impact Award, uh, was doing some really, really cool things when it comes to fraud prevention. So, Bob, uh, I'd like to direct the same question to you. Uh, you know, looking across all the award submissions for the Secure Your Business Impact category, uh, did anything surprise you? Well, a little bit. But first, I want to say the uh, comments of Raj were just so spot on. And, you know, he, like I, have been tracking this industry for a while, and we have long seen companies uh, saying we're going to protect our data and look for anomalies by watching our logs and using Hadoop-type approaches for that. And now we've seen these evolve to the point of real working solutions where not only are you protecting your internal data, but you're looking for evidence of fraud. And uh, many of the submissions had fantastic solutions that are maybe looking at fraud for moving money um, or looking for fraud in uh, telecommunications services or looking for fraud in uh, banking and account management. And I wouldn't call that uh, that fact a surprise. Maybe it was surprising how economically they could do this for. Uh, you can do this smartly and actually save money on storage at the same time. That was a, a surprise. And maybe it was surprising how quickly they got to results. Another surprise was that once you establish a security solution like this, you frequently see other innovative benefits like Several of the nominees uh, were actually providing information back to lines of business that helped suggest new product offerings based on new insights into the business. And I guess that was the surprise for me. Those are great points. It's uh, it's like a flywheel. Once you get that first use case in place and you have the data in the system, it just continues to grow in terms of uh, business impact. Um, so those were great, great insights uh, from both of you, um, Bob. I have a question for you. And you know, while while the Data Impact Awards represents a small sample size of the total market, you know, how do these submissions compare to what you're seeing um, across the market with the macro trends that you're you're, you're seeing and you're researching? These uh, the many nominees we got to look at are um, they seem to be in many ways trendsetters. 
they are leveraging proven capabilities that exist in the marketplace, but uh, applying good, smart internal architectures to them. So they're definitely riding the wave and they're at the peak. Uh, they're, uh, again, these are proven technologies that really work at scale, but they've assembled them uh, to make impact that a lot of others have not made yet. But everybody I talk to is considering this type of approach. And so um, I think there'll be a lot of people listening to what the nominees have done, all of them, and their use case uh, will be repeated across multiple parts of the, uh, the economy. I just, I, I know it. There's so many proof of concepts going on right now. One thing that I've seen more of this year as opposed to last year in proof of concepts is more organizations are realizing that even in the early start stage of a project, when it's at a proof of concept, that's when you need to put the security in, uh, do it right then, because so many folks just move that proof of concept directly into production. All the nominees uh, we read this year um, had very smart internal security on their solution. And I think that's a lesson that people should pay attention to. That's a great point. Security first. Uh, when you're developing out those use cases, that's absolutely, absolutely critical. Roger, I'd love to get your take on this uh, question. If if you were to compare uh, what you saw in the secure business category against what you're seeing in the market at large, um, what's the differences? I, I think uh, what we're seeing in the submissions is really, um, uh, you know, a microscope in, in terms of the, the broader market. Um, and uh, as you'd expect, you know, if I could just uh, dwell into a couple of points uh, where we saw some done, um, and it's been done across the board, is, is around fraud detection. Uh, fraud, like it or not, is, uh, you know, a part of any uh, system. Wherever there's money and resources involved, we've got, you know, clever, clever people with bad intentions trying to, um, you know, uh, gain the system. And the traditional way of doing fraud uh, detection, you know, can be very time-consuming, can be um, very, uh, you know, resource-intensive, and uh, and 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 really, people and companies really put place threshold on what they can detect. So, for example, um, you know, credit card companies may not be interested in detecting fraud when if it if it's below X amount of dollars. Well, I think what we've seen with these techniques is that the ability to gather enormous amounts of information and then run smart machine learning is actually lowering the barrier to actually detect fraud um, and lower resource costs. So you can actually arm your, investig uh, your investigators to with um, some pretty, uh, with, with some, uh, you know, fairly certain information that they can pursue. And so, you know, it's not because, so if you're finding that business users are using it as a way of, of actually spotting this, and um, you know, remember, anything that they stop uh, is goes straight to the bottom line. And so we've seen some, you know, good examples in submissions here from banks, um, from other financial services institutions and telcos that are doing very sophisticated work here. Um, look, the other point, uh, you know, from the macro trend, I'm, I'm finding the use of uh, machine learning, advanced data science and machine learning. Uh, is being used for uh, for uh, you know the security detection uh, purposes extremely well. You know we want to remove the human intuition and uh, to spot anomalies. You know we don't need uh, the number of experts in security that are at the cutting edge are, are, are small. 
are expensive. So if we can complement that by uh, by by replicating their abilities using machine learning, uh, you can really fingerprint when uh, when a, uh, a transaction or an or a unique identifier is uh, you know suspicious. So I, I think uh, we're going to see a lot more of this moving forward. Um, but I'd be keen to hear Bob's thoughts on this as well. Yeah, Bob, I'd love love for you to uh, chime in there in terms of you know how you see machine learning, advanced analytics helping solve the the people problem associated with you know let's just throw more people at the fraud problem or more people at the cybersecurity problem. Right. Well, this is important to get right, and you know there's a a whole stack of capabilities available uh, uh, to help with machine learning, and, you know based upon this Hadoop family of tools that can help enterprises make more sense of their data quicker and look for anomalies. But let me tell you the bad news. The bad news is um, the bad guys, the adversaries, are also using advanced techniques like machine learning and uh, deep learning to create malware that is smarter and can avoid detection more. So we're going to have to get this right. We're going to have to move quicker and find new ways to monitor and do forensics and keep innovating in the world of security. So um, security is related to things like identity management and authorization management and making sure that only the right people can get access to the data and change the data. Uh, all of that needs to be thought through in advance. And then, of course, there's encryption. Encrypting the data is critically important. It's very true. It's a two double-edged sword. The, the data security with an authentication, encryption, uh, key management, all that good stuff, and then also the, the monitoring and detection of an abnormal behavior. Uh, TJ, if I could just uh, add in with a couple of points. Uh, I think what Bob mentioned is spot on. Look, I, I really think there's a, a machine learning and AI arms race going on um, you know, across industries and specifically in, in security. Um, you know, I have always said that the bad guys have uh, PhDs and MBAs as well. Um, you know, there's just so much money in, in, involved in uh, in, in this in this space, that uh, everyone's using the best technology, and I think uh, we just need to arm uh, uh, you know, existing enterprises with the best technology possible, and and help them understand how it can be used. Um, let me give you a, you know a couple of very quick examples. If you look at um, you know one of the key vectors for penetrating organizations, you know are phishing attacks, and they generally happen by email. Uh, the traditional method of trying to detect it is is around you know have uh, you know there's been some communication with um, with this with this person before um, and it, it it requires a human to very much uh, try to figure out whether it's a legitimate email. Um, you know we need to start using uh, machine learning and AI capabilities to help the users here. Um, you know in, in specifically in here, why are we not able to? Uh, figure out the writing styles using test analytics of of uh, individual uh, recipients and try to fingerprint a style of writing and help and and try to figure out whether it's a legitimate email based not just on the content but how the content's been written uh, you know the grammar and context of it. Uh, so we need to um, you know embed a lot of this technology in each and every interaction um, to to help uh, humans. Uh, and take as many humans in quotes out of the loop uh, because it's a very sophisticated and fast moving uh, area. 
Great points. I think you're uh, you're setting the bar high for the next year's uh, submissions. Uh, text analytics <laughs> to tech fish, fishing. I like it. I really like it. And then uh, Bob automating uh, GDPR response. That's going to be a hot hot topic next year. Uh, and we we hope both of you are, are back next year uh, judging the submissions. We really appreciate your time. Um, and that's all the time we have uh, on this podcast. So Raj, Bob, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, TJ. Uh, my pleasure, TJ. And thanks to our audience for listening. We'd love to keep in touch on Twitter, so please follow Bob at Bob Gorley, B-O-B-G-O-U-R-L-E-Y, and Raj at Big Insights, and Cloudera2 at Cloudera. And that's all, folks. My name is TJ Lair, and I look forward to hosting you next time on Cybersecurity On Call. 